Hey, everyone. Hi. Hello. Welcome to another episode of Alice. Hey, Reza- now. Greg, what are you doing here? Hey, what do you mean? What I- Allison, where did you, you come from, Greg? I came from the world of childish, and I just want to make sure that your listeners know that you're just as wonderful on the, on the other podcast you do. What if they don't have kids? Don't need them. You don't need them. A lot of our listeners actually tell us they don't have kids. We talk about sex. We talk about all sorts of dirty stuff, but also parenting stuff. Yeah, so. Check out Childish, new episodes every Wednesday, wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey everyone. Hi. Hello. Welcome to another exciting episode of Allison Rosen is your new best friend. This is the second to last Monday show of 2020. I myself am ready to say goodbye and fuck you to 2020. Um, hoping 2021 will be a little bit better. I'm sitting here with my husband, Daniel. Hello. Waka waka waka. Hey everybody. It's me. It's Daniel. High energy Daniel. Okay, so possibly we had a conversation <laughs> about starting with higher energy. Wah, 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 wah. Hey. And it seems that you've taken the note. And also, I don't, I'm trying to think the best way to do this because they need to know that not only has this note infiltrated your voice and personality, but it's hit your hair. Oh, yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to take a picture of your hair and I'm going to show it to you. Is and my then, hair on fleek? Um, it's like, it's it, it's on it's fleek. On, it's on it's, beak. Er, that is beaker. It's beyond fleek. It's beyond fleek. Okay, now explain to them what you're looking at. <laughs> Do not ever post that picture. Why? That is such an ugly picture. Oh my god, I look like Tintin. That is your hair. No, I'm, I'm I was zoomed wearing, into oh, your hair. For God's sake. <laughs> this is amazing. I forbid you from posting that. Okay, fine. But you got to tell Sorry. them what's happening. Just it, 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 Most of my hair is matted down by my headphones, except a little bit of a little uh, <laughs> wisps of, of uh, hair in the front, like s- mm-hmm. sort of squiggling up to the heavens. <laughs> yes. So anyway, lots to get to. I want to tell you guys about my... My passion of late, I have spent so much time, but I've, it's been enjoyable creating my Amazon storefront. I didn't realize that I am an Amazon influencer. I'm verified on Amazon. You can go on there and you can see the reviews. I've left products, except I had to hide two of them because I was embarrassed about I'm trying to remember what like it was. Like old ones? Yeah. Well, I received some rancid lotion and I was like, you know what? I don't normally review. Like I have judgments about people who frequently review things. And so, uh, but I had, I was pissed. I've never reviewed anything on Amazon. Well, I hadn't either until. I've the- never even given stars. Nothing. No, I hadn't either. I don't normally do that. However, I think I was upset that I spent $12 on lotion that arrived and it smelled really terrible. Well, yeah. So I was, but I couldn't return it. So mm-hmm. I'm like, I am going to leave that them just a is that wendy making sounds outside as if she wants to be on mic 
Let's pause. Allison's your new best friend. And we're back. Anyway, you can no longer view my poison pen review of the rancid lotion. However, lest you think that I let those Thanksgiving flavored candy corns get away with being atrocious, that one's still public. But anyway, that's not the point. The point, aside from that, the point is I have now created all these lists and you can go and you can like peruse all of the makeup that I use, the skincare that I use, the podcasting gear that I use. I made babies. I made lists for baby stuff, kids stuff. I even made Daniel's Corner. And the reason I want to bring that up is because people have had questions, but let me first tell them how to get there. Go to amazon.com slash shop slash Allison Rosen. So again, that's amazon.com slash shop slash Allison Rosen. So naturally, I had to make Daniel's Corner, where Daniel gets to put all the stuff he likes. However, he has not had time yet. So I... So you, I mean, you can go really there. Drag- you can go there and see what I... I have not had time. I have not had time. I mean, just dragging. Between work and everything dragging else. Dragging his but heels. But you can go there and see what my wife thinks of me. <laughs> You so, are someone who uses dental. It's I like, love it. I really leaned if, in hard. If you looked at that and you thought like, okay, I don't know who this person is. <laughs> who is this person? You would think of an 80-year-old man. Why? Because you no. use Breathe Right strips? Because you use nasal saline gel? Because you use like a... Let's just say a, it's curated differently than how I would have curated it <laughs> if I were managing my own brand. Well, I... <laughs> What's wrong with people knowing you have a favorite dental floss? It's my favorite well, as well. Well, it's a pretty good dental floss. Yeah, but it started with the dental floss. The dental floss is is a solid record. Then it had in, headed into your slippers, both the suede and the leather variety, which you've used and you currently use them. You love them. Um, and then I was like, what else do you use? Oh, yeah. Breathe Right Strips, nasal saline gel, but the Breathe Right mask. Strips, that's like putting... You know, band-aids. It's like... <laughs> you always should have put your special band-aids. For God's sake. It's like, you know... There is like a jumbo size. It's like a, hardly a recommendation. A fisherman's tackle box worth of band-aids on our bathroom counter. It's like batteries. You're like, what, did, what does Daniel use? Uh, milk. Um, toilet paper. Oh, I should put he your butt wipes. He uses a lot of toilet paper. Let's put that. I should put your special butt wipes. I mean, but Daniel, I, there's a, and still there's a point that I have not gotten to and maybe I never will, but I intend to be question. And I've been meaning to ask this of you. What do do the band-aids need to be out in the middle of our bathroom counter? We have nowhere to put them. You have a whole, um, under sink storage area. It's full. No, it is not. Well, I don't, I need to, I need shelves or something because yes. everything's stacked on everything else. Look, I found I, amazing shelves for under the sink. I should get used to I those. had picked out for, we need to get cabinets and storage for the bathroom. Yeah. I had picked it out and then you were like, no, I don't like it. And I'm like, fine, pick something out. That was a year and a half ago. And now I forget why I didn't like what you picked out. It was, I think it would have been nice. I think it was, it looked, it looked tippy. And it like t- it would tip it over easily, have. and it wouldn't fit much. It, would it have. looked like one of those chests that has like teeny tiny. No, wooden it drawers wasn't. I, it, I listen, went listen, and visited listen. it online at the storage orphanage or the the furniture orphanage. You did not. <laughs> and I, I I went out into the playground with it. You know those things, those chests that have teeny 
tiny yes, this wooden drawers, that. and you open it, and you're Wait, like, did you and think? It goes, Hang on. Did you think the photo was actual size? And you you open it, it goes. You did. You thought the photo was and you're actual like, oh, size. I'm gonna put a battery in this one, and I'm gonna put a paper clip in that one, Ooh. and I'll put my bobby pins in that one, and then you're done. You thought you thought I was picking out doll Sweetie, furniture. It looked rickety. No, not at all. It was good. It would have been nice. But here's the thing. I didn't care. I just wanted something. So I was like, fine. Pick it. Your, you know, pick out your own furniture. And you know what you did? Jack squat. I know. And then Jack fucking squat. And so now you're complaining about things being on the counter or stuff being everywhere. And it's like, yeah, that's what happens when you have nowhere to put anything. Okay. You well, and, and by the way, there are these drawers in, in our console. So we have two sinks and then like yes, some drawers. Some, mm-hmm. We have three drawers. Mm-hmm. Whose stuff is in those drawers? Well, up till 25 minutes ago, a little bit of your stuff was in the middle one, but I ejected it. Yes. So I have nowhere to put anything except a medicine cabinet. You ha- you, don't, you have. Let's move off of this because I'm sure people are like, I don't want to listen to them fight. I could listen to m- what's happening in my. You know what? Some people live alone and they don't get to listen to their most annoying friends argue. So to them, I say, you're welcome, Tony. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, but uh, listen. Well, you, you were the have, one climbing up my ass listen, about the bandits. You have all that space under your sink that you're not making the most of. That's not the point. The point is this, Daniel. And then we got to get on to other stuff. We have tons of calls from people. We have updates. The point is like my list is not my list. It's Allison's list of, and, 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 a, and a view into her mind of what she thinks of me, which is... Oh, your corner. Right. Your Amazon corner. Amazon.com slash Allison. No, that's not what I meant. Amazon.com slash shop slash Allison Rosen. But more than one person has reached out to me, Daniel, to say, where's Daniel's pregnancy pillow? So just to back up in case anyone has tuned into this one for the first time, and if so, welcome. You must be wondering what you've gotten into. It's not always like this. And I don't know if that's good or bad, but it's often like this. Um, Daniel sleeps on a body pillow that is marketed for pregnant women, but Apparently, it's not only for pregnant women. Well, and, I use it. And I refer to it as his lily pad because at night, he's on like a modular platform uh, that takes up a lot of space in the bed. So people want to know why you didn't add that one, though. So Daniel, let's hear it. Well, I've only tried one, and it's not great. What's wrong so with So I wouldn't it? recommend it. I need to try more and find one that's really good. It's not the the fabric is not really comfortable. It's more like I like. The I feel like this is on this pregnancy pillow thing is in the direction of the best solution, but isn't yet there. And I'm not gonna, I you know I got a cheap one just to see what it felt like to sleep with one rather than have like four or five pillows that you're just you know trying to maneuver. You around had all seven night. pillows previously. That yeah. was the the quants method for sleep, right? And well, but it was very uncomfortable. I couldn't. I was never comfortable. I never had a good night's sleep. It's true. So. I fell asleep listening to you bitch about our pillows every night. Right. So uh, I'm, but I'm getting there. It's like I'm, I'm. So when I figure out, listen, when I get the right one, you will know. I will make it known. Maybe I'll have good to, to make it myself. Oh my gosh! I will be the new my pillow guy. But Daniel. It'll be, my sleep cushion. 
<laughs> um, but you do like anytime I go to your desk, you've got all sorts of industrial junk and tools and things you're molding and mm. wax and silicone and alcohol lamps and, and like all that stuff could be put in your corner. I just don't know what it is. Yeah, and I will. Honey, I have a full time job. I have I, a yeah. frequently and there's the lengthy be, job. I I I I during the week, I work all day, and then I'm trying to do things like do Christmas shopping for family members. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to do uh, childcare. Uh, mm. I'm trying to uh, fuck around. Look, uh, and, everything you know, you're saying is true for me as well. However, the thing that I think undercuts our whole argument, and we might have to cut this out, we've been averaging like four to five episodes of Vanderpump Rules each night. We're back, babies. We, I was super into the show. You were like years but ago. This is at night. Well, I wouldn't be doing a list at night anyway. All all work related shit stops at eight. So anyway, we had stopped watching Vanderpump, and no, that's not what I was going to say. I got super into it, and you would watch it over my shoulder, and you were like, what the this fuck is, is this? Beginning. Yeah, what is this? This is years ago. I will never watch this. And then I caught you watching it and giggling. And it was like, it was serendipitous the way I happened to catch that on video. And I uploaded it. I don't remember it. this at all. Yeah, because I remember Malls thinking it was funny. Um you laughed at something that one of the Toms said. And then you got into Oh, yeah. It. What did he say? That was really funny. This was at like Ariana's birthday yes. or something. Uh, something about like, I can't be there for your birthday because I have to drive. I got to have to like drive a tractor. <laughs> I'm going <laughs> yeah. to Vegas to drive tractors. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so. It's a, good, it's a really good show. So. Then you got into it even more than me because I always keep in mind that there's producers and editing and you're like diagnosing their personality disorders and super I mean, into it's, it. It's, I was thinking about what is the appeal of this show? Mm-hmm. And I think it's the appeal of any of these shows. Like anyone who gets into a reality show is probably getting to it for the same reasons, uh, which is like it's, a, it's fascinating to watch people in their social interactions and their psychology and, and try to like, I don't want to say, you know, the, yes, there's a judgment aspect to it, but it's like, you're, you're almost like a sociologist or psychologist watching it and saying, okay, who's, who's acting out of line? Like, what is their psychology? What's going on between these people? And for me, like Vanderpump seems to be like, the most interesting for some mm-hmm. reason. The characters are, uh, there's some of them I really like as people and then there's some of them that are just despicable and watching, I don't, I don't want to get too too deep into this because it's sort of ridiculous. But, <laughs> but let's just say like years and years ago, a couple of these folks, I had had a, a feeling about what was going on with them. And then I had the, opportunity to talk to someone who knows them personally i'll just say because of who the fuck cares like one of them was Kristen doty uh if you don't watch vanderpump like don't worry she but i i feel like there she's got 
there's an issue with her. Uh-huh. And who is it, Rachel? Yeah, Rachel O'Brien um, has been on my show, has been on both a Monday show and a Thursday show. So, <laughs> who's she's sort of a satellite character. On she's the show. like fr- really good friends with all of them, but chooses not to be on the show. And so she was here, and I, I don't know why I thought, I was just like, off, off mic, I, was, I asked her about Kristen. And I don't know why I thought she'd be totally honest with me or even have like an objective. She's friends with Kristen. Yeah, like, like I don't know why. She's on the show as Kristen's friend. I was like, give me the straight, straight scoop about Kristen. Like I wanted to confirm like, my crazy, suspicion. crazy, right? <laughs> so I, sort of, I don't want to reduce her to crazy. I feel like okay. Kristen has got issues that make her someone who wants to sabotage all of her relationships mm-hmm. and then is constantly finding herself in 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 extreme agony yeah and in really legitimate pain not realizing that she's the architect of her her misery mm. and so crazy like we're all crazy uh i have compassion for Kristen, but i feel like it there's chaos there that mm. she creates and Rachel was like, no, she's, you know, da-da-da. And she was very defensive of Kristen, and I felt like such an idiot. And, like, in hindsight, it was a stupid thing. Like, why would you do that? Why yeah. would you ask someone who's a friend of someone else? Like, because you don't – I mean, yes. I Yes, probably not the wisest thing. At the same time, how frequently are well, you talking to someone in – the student in our own home it, who happens to be good friends with someone who's a reality show character yes, that you watch. But I this mean, is the thing, and we've talked about this as it relates even to, to you to a certain degree, but it's like, this is the thing that's crazy about a reality show, which is you're watching a TV show and these people are characters on a TV show. And so, yes, you understand they're real. And yes, you know, and, and there's an artifice to it, right? Like, we know that, that some of the stuff is... You hear the producers sometimes. Right, like a lot of the scenarios are fake and da-da-da, but like the dra- the drama between the people is real. Um, but still, it's TV show mm-hmm. and they're characters and you talk about them the way you would talk about like Tony Soprano or something, right? right? And so when you see someone who knows them, like I wasn't talking to her about her friends. I was talking to her about characters on a TV show. Right. Right. Like I was like, uh, Don Draper is kind of an asshole. Right. <laughs> like, you know, that's how I was approaching it, which yeah. was it's hard. It's just we're not built to know how to, to no. transition that. And I think that we've talked about how people uh, there are people who maybe, you know, with anything that they're listening, even if it's a podcast it's entertainment mm-hmm. and it's hard to to sometimes understand that people that you're listening to are real people and not just characters in a drama right but maybe the response so that conversation is about or, or sort of relates to us talking about the fact that i when someone has a judgment or a criticism or just an opinion about some, about me how i'm living my life because of something i said on the podcast i tend to take it personally and yet i feel like i should look at it like that's great they're enjoying the show i'm a you're, character you're that they're consuming the in a way well, you're they, choosing to make it content exactly exactly so anyway though we fell off the van, and we're going to move on in a second. Um, in case someone listening is like, "I don't give a fuck about Van Pump," um, we fell off for it a few got seasons. Boring one season. I don't know. We also had babies and stuff, but now we 
we our gateway was Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. And then Which I don't really enjoy like I enjoy that that show is is more just a That's more of a hate watch. It is a hate uh, it it's I fucking hate everything about it. But, but it's there's something I guess there's something entertaining. Somehow about that. we it's like we started hanging out with the best friend who was always sort of amusing of a guy we slept with, and now we're back in bed with that guy. And so both Daniel and I are like it's it's so comforting it to is. jump back in. It is like it's like being with old friends. It is like being with old friends. <laughs> it is so weird how because I I made this point on I don't know what show it was. oh on uh, the Daily Zeitgeist mm-hmm. uh, which will air the same day as this. Mm-hmm. Um, we've been watching prestige television. We've been watching like the Qu- Queen's Gambit and mm-hmm. what was the other one we watched? Something else. Prestige. We watched that Nicole Kidman show, The Undoing. Yes. And they're all good, but it's not this. This is like a confection we can watch each night, and I look forward to it. It's like very weird to be sucked well, back in so that, hard. It's something that it delivers. <laughs> yes, it does. Oh yeah. my God. And here's the thing, though what it delivers yeah. is just like bitchiness and conflict. Is well, that what people want to watch all the time? I, if so, they'll love hearing about our bathroom cabinets. You know, it, it's. Uh, it's a show where you've got people who have been friends for a long time treating each other poorly and the you know, or like misunderstanding each other and you know trying to navigate that stuff which is something that um I don't have anymore. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know when I was in my 20s and 30s there was more of that, right? Because you just had a lot of friends and there was a lot of going out and stuff. But now that I've settled into this life where I'm, you know, we've got two kids and you know we just don't go out. And also there's a fucking global pandemic. Uh, there's a little bit like there's a part of me that's starved of that social drama and that, oh, you know, we're just going on too much about this. But like it's. Um, I don't know. It's almost cathartic to watch it. Good news, Daniel. Yeah. Daniel and I are going to be guests on a podcast after this, and I was worried that the time wasn't going to line up and we were going to have to cut this short, but we don't have to. Oh, good. We can speak at length about this, but let's take let's a on. call. Yeah. Um, so this one came in the last time we put out a call, and when I, when I listened to it, and I don't normally screen these, but I did go through some, um, I have heard this one. I felt terrible that we didn't have a chance to play it before. Here we go. Oh, yeah. So uh, if you would like to call into the show and leave a message, the number is 323-553-2331. Again, that is 323-553-2331. And I believe it does spell out something, but I can't remember what it is. Okay. Hi, Allison and Daniel. Um, I'm Joy from Greenfield, Massachusetts. Um, I'm feeling very fractured lately, I guess. That's how I'm doing. Um, I'm okay. Everyone's okay. But it feels really hard. Like, after my firstborn was hard, like, why am I crying? Why is that so hard? And I know this is hard, and that's okay, and it's okay. But, and I know it'll be okay, but, oh, God, it just feels really hard. Um, and I work in healthcare, 
and I'm worried that, that I'm going to expose my kids who are two and five or their grandparents or something. I guess, oh, sorry. I guess I just feel really alone, and it feels really good to say that out loud. So thank you. Um, and I guess I'm really scared. It feels good to say that out loud. I haven't said that, so thank you. Um, so Catholic since birth for the last 39 years. And so now sorry to question all of that. Just in time for Christmas, which is great. So that's beautiful and horrific. And uh, isn't the coolest thing ever. But wow, this is the worst message ever. Did you understand any of it? I'm sorry if you didn't. It's because I drink too much now too. So that's another thing that's great. Uh, but again, this was Joy. Thanks. Bye. Joy. Ironically named Joy. Yeah, I know. Oh. Uh, after I heard this, I was like, I want to, f- I wish I could find her on social media and just be like, I'm sending you a hug. Um, first of all, Joy, thank you for remembering to announce your name at the end too. That is the quants method mm-hmm. for making it so that Daniel can remember your name. Mm-hmm. Um, thank you so much for sharing such an honest uh, message with us. I just want to hug you. Of course, even in real life, I wouldn't be able to right now, given the pandemic. But I, um, my heart goes out to you. I think a lot of people are feeling how you're feeling, um, and especially working in healthcare. Um, and even you know that came in at the. Uh, a, a few weeks ago, and so the numbers are even worse now. I don't know how it is in Greenfield. I can't imagine it's good. Did she it's say she's feeling everywhere. fractured? Yeah, yeah. I totally get that, and but, also like, you know, I'm one. She said that she's questioning her Catholicism, and that that's tough just in time for Christmas. All of that is tough. All of it creates growth, but all of it is fucking tough. I mean, I have so many questions. Um, did did she say she lives alone with her kids, or is she? Have a partner? Um, I don't think sh- I don't know if she said that. Yeah, I mean, um, Joy. I think she was saying she feels really alone. Yeah, I know, but the question is, does yeah. she feel that way in a, in a relationship or not? Right. Um, this has been. Well, I mean, we say it all the time, but it's like it's worth just repeating because i feel like it we we live in in a society that that kind of tells us that we have to all, always be strong and and stoic and shoulder our burdens even though like you know nobody does and be positive and be and you know have a gratitude list and yada yeah. yada yada and, and there's also a temptation to go you know other people have it worse and it's like mm-hmm. of course other people have it worse uh but like let let's just take a second because I don't think there's probably anybody out there listening right now who who has it easy right now. Mm-mm. I mean, like, I don't know. I can't even imagine the scenario where someone has it easy. And even if you are someone who, for some reason, like the circumstances of this past year have been really positive for you, uh, who is that the stress, just the stress of every fucking thing. It's like it's been relentless. Mm. It's it's been going on for a very long time, and uh, I think the existential uh, anxiety threat th- that comes from not feeling like our 
the the things that we've had faith in all these years are there to save us anymore is really scary. And, you know, uh, Joy, as someone who works in healthcare, like you're being, you're being asked to do something that is, you know, we sit here and we go, oh, we clap for, you know, at five or whatever we used to, people used to do. And it's like, we, we, we say thank you, whatever, but it's like, yeah, but you don't have a fucking choice. Like that's mm-hmm. your your livelihood, right? And, you're and being they, I think they're this. not really getting breaks. I yeah, think it is it, like way past surge capacity. And then the very legit fear that she might, you know, expose her children or her or their grandparents. It's like it is a lot to balance. It's like it is just a lot to be constantly doing the risk assessment. And I mean. The strain on healthcare workers we, is so intense. It's like the, the 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 way that we as humans, uh, the the thing that we need right now more than anything is the one thing we can't have, and that's I think maybe the fundamental thing that makes this the most difficult because it's like which is what love and solidarity, right? Like we as humans need that to live. We need each other. We need community. We need to come together and support each other. And yet we're being asked to stay apart from each other. And so it's like... And it's not even like everyone's together in spirit. I mean, a lot of people are, but then you you have people who don't even believe this is happening. Well, yes. Although, put that aside, like that, that... that's something you know about, but it's not in your your actual. It, it, it might be in hers, maybe, but it. But um, yeah. I derailed you. Sorry. No, it's okay. Um, knowing that that's going on certainly doesn't help, right? Knowing that there are people out there uh, who are just. Uh, but I think that, like, actually, with that, the one way we have of coming together is through like Twitter or social media, but Twitter and social media are two things that actually by their very design are kind of um, promote fracturing us even more. I'll just real quick and then we can move on. But it's like, uh, I've talked about being on Weight Watchers, Mm -hmm. you know, and I was on Weight Watchers for a couple months and they have this app. And uh, when I started on it, you were like, Oh, there's like a whole social aspect of it. I just want to lose some weight, you know. Like I just want to count the points and just lose weight. I don't need the whole all the business. Uh, but I went and I looked on that social part, and it's uh-huh. kind of like a Facebook feed of strangers posting things that you would never see on Instagram, Facebook any other social media where it's people being very vulnerable. So it's, it was really interesting. It was people being extremely vulnerable, like posting pictures of themselves that they, that they do not believe are flattering, Mm -hmm. you know? So it's the opposite of other social media. Like, look at me, I'm really overweight. Uh, you know, but then all of the comments are from total fucking strangers are people sending them love and encouragement. And I know it's maybe it sounds cheesy, but it was like, oh, this is great. Mm. This is so great to see this. Like it's such, it was such a, I don't know. It was like a, a relief to the soul. Mm-hmm. It was like my soul just drank a, a glass of water and has been in the fucking desert for like the, the, 
I just realized how how much everything we're consuming online is is like I don't I would, I don't want to say by design but by effect like driving wedges between each other and forcing us to to compare ourselves to a fake better version of other people's mm-hmm. lives and just feel bad and I, it was it was nice so anyway all, all of this is a way of saying like uh try try if you can to give yourself a break don't don't expect yourself to figure everything out, out right now understand that there is a like there is a constant noise in your ears that's very distracting and if you're if you're someone who can't be creative it's daniel well if you can't be creative yeah it's me <laughs> and i won't shut up if, if you can't be creative or if you can't like figure things out it's because you're stressed mm-hmm. yes there's the we are all living with a stress right now yeah. that we have normalized so we're not a we don't think that it's the reason that we're feeling what we're feeling but it is yeah and uh we love you we don't yes. know you, but but we love you, and uh, there you're not alone, even though you feel alone. And um, you know there is a light at the end of this tunnel. Yeah, thank God. She might have even gotten the vaccine by now. Yeah, but but honestly, like it, it does feel like 2021 it's is going to be the year. Like maybe not the year, but it'll be a better year. The year, Daniel. Maybe it it's will. It's all going to happen in 2021. I don't know, maybe. Will I finally cut my hair? Who's to say? Um, there was something I wanted to say, which, oh, yeah, I just want to remind everyone Weight Watchers is not a sponsor, although I feel like they should be they should because be. I talk so positively about them. But um, listen, speaking of sponsors and uh, companies who I strongly believe in. If you think you may be depressed or you're feeling overwhelmed or anxious, BetterHelp Online Counseling offers licensed professional therapists who are trained to listen and to help with issues including anxiety, grief, depression, trauma, family conflict, self-esteem, and more. You simply fill out a questionnaire to help assess your specific needs and then get matched with your counselor in under 48 hours. You can easily schedule secure video or phone sessions, plus exchange unlimited messages to communicate with your therapist at your convenience. Um, Of course, everything you share is confidential. And if for any reason you're unhappy with your counselor, you can request a new one at any time, no additional charge. So let's say you're thinking, I don't know about starting up with someone new right now. What if I don't like them? I don't want to commit. It's not a commitment. They'll get you to the right person um you know and you can go through as many as you need till you find someone who's the right match better help is an affordable option and our listeners get 10 percent off your first month with the discount code best friend get started today at better help that's better h-e-l-p.com slash best friend betterhelp.com slash best friend talk to a therapist online and get help let's take another call okay let's do it hi allison and daniel this is laura um, I just wanted to share some happy news. I may have found my own Daniel um, on Tinder. We've been talking for a few days, just just days, but it's different than any other talking situation that I've ever been in. So I'm very, very happy, and Santa might have come early for me this Christmas. Uh, yet again, this is Laura. Um, love you guys. Have a Merry Christmas. Well, that's exciting, Laura. Yeah, and uh, I'm sorry I owe you a message there, Laura, but um, I've been busy. How do you feel about other Daniels? 
in the world. I'm not thrilled about it. I really like, you know, if it were possible to trademark your own name, no. Um, look, that's great. Everyone should find themselves a Daniel. A <laughs> Daniel of their own. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it must be real hard to meet people right now. Like, it's some, people are doing it, though. Yeah, but like, how do you date? How do you... Right. So you do talk, that? you do a lot of talking online, and then you like socially distance maybe, meet outside or something. Maybe people will actually find more... Maybe there'll be a higher frequency of meaningful relationships because, you know, I think you're it's possible. connecting first. Right. You know, as opposed to just hopping in the sack. I think our own tone zone had something to say about that. And I forget what it was, but it was something about like something about that meaning the meaningfulness of it all yeah i could be putting words he might be listening to this when he edits it he might be like what no No. that's not what i said yeah don't ever put words in tone zone's mouth learn that lesson the hard way no i haven't (laughs) um yeah that's uh god yeah can I tell you about a dream I had last night? And I'm now realizing that it's become sort of a recurring dream. So I was traveling with the whole Corolla crew. I'll get to, I'll ex- afterwards, I'll explain the recurring part. And I don't know where we were, like somewhere in the middle of the country. Oh, I know. You know what? I think it was um, this part was created because we were watching that terrible castle that all the Vanderpump people went yeah. to in Versailles, Kentucky. But it's spelled Versailles, but it's pronounced Versailles. Oh, is that really the name of yes. the... Oh, my God. Versailles. And then it's this like ornate castle. And they were all looking at their rooms. So we were... I don't know. Let's say we were going to like North Carolina or something. And there were all these different accommodations. Sort of like if you were going to a festival, like South by Southwest, and it's like, mm-hmm. where are you going to stay? And there are all these different accommodations. Um, and I was trying to figure out where I was going to stay. And mm-hmm. I was not on the show at this point. Like I had been uh, given the boot, but for some reason I was still there. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't know if I'd been fired or if I'd just like run afoul of it. Like I was on Adam's shit list or something. And then, I, so I was like waiting to find out where I was going to stay. And I expected they were going to like have me stay really, really far away. Mm-hmm. But then I found out that like, the the key core members were staying in someone's house like there was a guest house not a guest house but like a lot a a house Mm -hmm. like an important central to everything house Mm. and that's where they were putting me Mm -hmm. and i was so surprised by that Mm. um and then what happened like and it showed that i was like still very important to the show despite what had happened and then what happened there, but like there were, there was like a new joke writer. They had hired a. It was like the new Lynch, the new joke writer, and I asked a que- Like I was working out something with him, and I asked a question like, you know, if I just wanted, like, if we are to go through this on stage, if something were to happen and I were to fill in. Um, you know, I just want to work out like how you want me to do this. And like they did want like that was a very real possibility. I don't know. It's so. But anyway, anyway, the point is the recurring aspect of the dream is I, I, I'm always like on semi good terms with Adam in my dreams. Mm-hmm. I've not had a dream where it's actually been shitty between us. I think I've had one, mm-hmm. but usually it's like this, like 
reunion of sorts between him and me. And there's all this fondness and like other forces ripped us apart, but there's all this fondness between us. Mm. And I wake up and I'm like, oh, that's so not like that. But isn't that weird? Well, it just makes me wonder what like role he has in your psyche because it's not really about him, right? No. So you go, well, what is being represented by Adam Carolla in the dream? What part of you? Because that's all the dream is. Yeah, I know everyone's you. <sighs> uh, I don't know. You know, I have some wondered. Some sort of fatherly figure, maybe. Well, I wondered if he represents my brothers. Well, no, it would be more like. He rep- oh, you tell me what my dream means, please. I, I don't know what it means, but I, I'm, I'm telling you how to figure it out. Okay. Um, which is like, it's, it, wh- like you go, well, what does it feel like? What part of, it's not your, like when you dream about your, br- it's not he represents your brothers. It's, it's what part of your own Has self. Has become estranged does from he, me that I'm yeah, reuniting like, with. Um, so you go. It's hard to articulate, but it's no. I mean, yeah. Okay, I can, what archetype? Like, if putting it in Jungian terms, like, what is the archetype that he he has in your psyche? Like, it. I would think that it has some sort of fatherly kind of. Uh, and when you talk about well, what is the father in you? It's uh, the male, the adult male part of your psyche. It's the king, right? kind of thing it's your, and so you go like you're it's you having a relationship with that part of yourself i know listen folks this gets highfalutin here oh, we've got some therapists who listen could you please well, let me know in what By way, way Daniel i know i could wrong. be wrong but that that way of interpreting dreams has always worked for me so you know I, i'm not trying to suggest that I know I sound like I'm suggesting that this is the correct way it's just correct for me it's, but i've had plenty of and i know i'm not this is don't, tangential. Don't, careful. Careful. I've had plenty uh, of dreams, both good and bad, where my parents are in them and I'm like fighting with them. And I'm yeah. just saying, here's someone where it actually turned awful between us. Yeah. But he, but it never turned awful face to face. That's the, I think that's part of what it, it like. You never had, you never had an awful encounter with him. No, in person. In person. It mm-hmm. was all in this real, like surreptitious, virtual way and so so i think maybe sort of like how it's important in a ritualistic way when you're grieving to to see the dead body sure to know i mean there's a reason that we see the dead body that there's an open casket or if not an open casket there's a casket i mean not Mm -hmm. everyone but there's a reason why you have a ritual Mm -hmm. i wonder if part of my psyche has not fully processed <clears throat> that the way it turned dark like that uh-huh. because sure. last I saw we were like taking a selfie together and things were okay even though I knew on some level it wasn't okay I don't know I'm grasping at straws I really don't know I just know that like this is now sort of a recurring dream hmm. but also it also could be if it is a part of myself this is not a Jungian analysis of it but maybe it's like that part of me, because the part that I miss about that show is the like getting to jo- getting to be like lightning quick and witty and um, on that real high level. Mm-hmm. And I think that, that there's that, that, that part is, of me still exists. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, listeners haven't heard it in years. 
but it still exists somewhere. So yeah. I'm reuniting well, with so that. that well, no, yeah, I, that's right. Like I would say, like there's a part of yourself that you're a little bit alienated from, and so you're wanting to con- reconnect with it. And yeah, maybe maybe what Adam is to you is that part of your creative self that you're not getting to like express. But also, and this is not about him. This is about what my soul yearns for in this world. The idea that I was on the outs, I was on the shit list, but I was still important enough to them that they would house me near them. That's, I think, about an authority figure still loving and valuing you, even though they're angry at you. And that's about my parents. That's about what I, what I, the, the kind of unconditional love that I would it like to It could be about your parents, but it could also had. be, it could also be, you know, what, what was that to you, that experience at, you know, being with Adam Carolla's show it was a validation and it was a, this, you know. It was a growth phase. Well, but it was like from a creative standpoint, you know, like it was, it was this fun, um, validating thing. And it's like. Well, at the beginning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, and so when when you say oh they're they're still housing me, it's like you know, you're it's you being having an experience in your in your dream of being re reconnecting and and welcomed by that. I don't know. What the fuck are you about? I don't know what you're talking about either. I do know what I'm talking about, but I'm just not articulating it well. Should we hear a call? Mm, sure. Hi, Allison. This is Lisa Murphy-Tate. Um, we've chatted on Twitter a couple times about different things. I just wanted to, you know, I've been, heard your number go out a couple times, and I wanted to leave a message, but I'm just now at the point where I can. Um, just found out today, well, I found out last week, both my parent, my mom and stepdad are positive covid so, and I live in a different state than they do, and um, today, um, my stepdad, Max, was taken to the hospital, and he's not doing well. I guess he fell on the floor, whatever. I'm an only child, so, you know, being this far away from parents isn't a good thing anyway, but um, it's twice as hard when they're ill and you can't do anything about it or anything. And they wouldn't take my mom with them to take him to the hospital because she was also positive. She's recovering. She's miraculous. She's a strong, strong survivor woman. Um, so that's what's going on in my life. I had to drop you for a couple months because I had lost my job at Boeing. But fortunately, I got another job really quickly. So I'm back in the game with catching all of the good stuff on Patreon. So I want to thank you and Daniel. Daniel, I love listening to you. Anyway, um, I just just want to thank you for having all what you do. You brighten my days at times. So uh, thank you and um, love to the kiddos. Bye-bye. Lisa, I'm so sorry to hear about your mom and stepdad. Yeah. Um, I hope they're doing okay. I totally get that feeling of being, and I am actually sort of close to mine, like geographically, but I get it. I get it. Yeah. Well, you know, sending you love, Lisa, and, you know, your family, obviously. Um, boy, you know, during this time, 
we've been lucky to be able to, you know, my mom lives in another state, but she can drive out here and, uh, she, you know, help us. And she's in a strict quarantine and we're in a strict quarantine. So we're able to have some of that. But one of the things that really has become clear is how, like what a how sad it is that we as a society like just physically move away from each other so much. I mean, my my dad was living in Costa Rica for a while, and he said that down there, uh, there's like people just live in a home, and then when instead of moving out, they just build on to the home. They have these compounds where the family just lives together. Now. Uh, I wouldn't want that with any of my family, but <laughs> not I think even that, me. No, uh, <laughs> but uh, I'm thinking of adding to the house to get away. Uh, but but like uh, I don't know having having family nearby and having generations interacting with each other. It's so important. And during this time of crisis, like when everything's fine and every you know we can all travel easily and what it's like. Eh. But right. But it's now that you really feel the lack. You feel like, God, if we were able to, you know, have... Have a, your mom move in and take care of our children? Basically, what I'm saying is I wish my mom moved in. Um, <laughs> she just did my laundry and it's just like, I don't say anything because I don't... Want her to realize what she's doing? I, I don't. So part of me feels like I'm taking advantage. Mm-hmm. And now she wouldn't say that she is. She's she's like, no, I love to do it, da da da. But it's like, I don't want to be like, mom, don't do that. Like we're we're asking too much of you, uh, because I want to take advantage. Yeah, but she, <laughs> unless she's, but I feel real, I feel bad. But she doesn't seem to mind. Unless she's lying, know. she loves laundry. She brought magic erasers with her because she likes to clean with them. The woman loves to clean and she also loves to organize. And if know. any of this is untrue, I wish she would tell us because I am. She claims that she. I'm lo- I mean, very much on board with taking advantage. I feel like for all the years that I've great about known that. her, she's been offering to do anything around the house that we need. And I've never taken her up on it until I hit a level of desperation when we were moving. And I yeah. said, Diane, could you pack my bathroom? <laughs> and she was like, yes. Um, and then ever since then, it's just been one thing after another. And now she like bought us a spice. It's not a spice rack. Our well, it's kitchen like counter rack. was cluttered. And she, I walked out one day and there was this like two tier metal organizer on there. Let's just say she's got skills we don't have. Yeah, because you, you, married, like, you married someone who doesn't know how to do any of this homemaking she's stuff. She's like Liam Neeson where it's like he, she has a very special set of skills. She knows how to make everything homey, and I don't. Right. I don't at all. I mean, I, I listen, you know, I, I very much didn't marry my mother. Some guys marry their mother. I didn't. But, but I, I would, did, like, but to, I would like to open our marriage. I did. <laughs> you married your dad. <laughs> no, yeah. I married my mother a little bit. Oh, what? <laughs> I don't understand. Well, I've just, you guys are similarly, you guys both manage time in a similar fashion. Me and your mom? <laughs> I see that. Wait, I've, how's that? You're both last minute. You, you both oh, manage it in true. a way that makes me anxious because it, it can be very last minute. That's true. That's more of a you thing, though, in my opinion. Really? That you're pulling the Nexium flip on me? Mm-hmm. 
<laughs> Nick flip. Is that what they call it? Yeah. It's where someone's like, it bothers me the way you wait until five minutes before to prepare for something. And it's like, mm, let's explore why that but bothers see, I, you. That's funny. And I'm fine calling it that. But I feel like that's a tactic that's out, that they didn't pioneer. Like, oh, no, they didn't. Because I know they do it's that. Just, yeah. They I know didn't. they do that in Scientology. In Scientology, but, well, in Scientology, it's also like... What are you so afraid of? Did you listen to the um, voicemail of Tom Cruise getting mad at someone No, but I saw people being very satisfied that he was yelling at people for that. I saw a lot of mixed... I saw mixed reactions to it mm-hmm. because some people were like, yes, finally. And then other people were saying that like, don't, you know, don't defend Tom Cruise. He's the face of Scientology, Scientology and they're like a really harmful organization. And then... And I... It's funny. I could not bring myself to listen to it. I yeah. just wanted to read it. That's there, how I am with a lot but, of things. But here's the thing that I'm... Uh, this is my new thing, which is... Oh, what's your thing? Um, you don't have to engage one way or the other. You don't even have to have an opinion. You can just let that thing exist out there yeah. and not... But I have an opinion. Yeah, I need to know what it is. <laughs> uh, but what about your new thing? That is it. Like okay. it, Just letting... Th- that one, I haven't listened to it. I do not care. Oh, no. I haven't... Yeah. I haven't listened to it. I read it. I do feel that he was just like verbally abusing and excoriating a crew member. And I get it, but he took it like way too far. Yeah. I mean... And also at the end of the day, and you as a socialist will appreciate this. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, he was yelling not because of health, but because of capitalism, but because of... You know, I'm on the phone with the insurance company and this and da, da, da. And like, oh. honestly, why? And by the way, if anyone wants to hire me, reach out to my representation. But in <laughs> while that's not happening, why must they continue to run these sets? Like, I feel everything should be shut down. Everyone should be compensated to make that possible. Yeah, but they're not being compensated. And so in the, in yeah, I know the absence of it. Bit. Well, I mean, I am... You have a tenderness or an empathy for people like this I, fuckface in Burbank who's continuing to operate his bar no. publicly, you know, refuses to comply with the orders. And it's like on Nextdoor, there's these people talking about how there's a line out the door of people not wearing masks and not socially distanced. I am, I am not defending him. Uh, and I it sickens me that... It's become this thing where people, um, you know, the the deniers of COVID right, are, like, are flocking, are flocking and, and then creating a, a public health problem. So, so no, I'm not defending that. But my, my anger is not – I'm not angry with those people because I feel like um, what are people supposed to do? Like, of course this is going to happen. We have no leadership. We, the government hasn't done what they needed to do. And they've left people to have to make these horrible decisions. Like if you're a business owner and you've spent your whole career, I, this is the example I gave you. Like you've you've created this podcast and this living for yourself. And then if someone were to say to you, like you have to shut it down, and by shutting it down, you will lose everything, and you know you will. Okay, you know, but you have to do it for the greater good. And you think, but I know a way to do it that's safe. Now you could be wrong, but in your mind, you think that there's a way to do it. Like. The person telling you is that's doing... what he claimed. Okay, well, I'm just that's saying. what he claimed, but actually, he's just having a super spreader event. Uh, that's what's happened. 
but that may not be what he intended at the beginning. Mm-hmm. Look, I think he's a dick. Okay, f- I'm not. I don't want to talk about him. I'm just trying. Well, to I've invited a, him on the show. I, I'm trying to make another point, okay. and the other point is that that will happen. Like you have thousands and thousands of small businesses, and everybody is going to be faced with this dilemma and some will have this notion of like but i can make it work and i don't want to lose everything and my point is it shouldn't be coming down to this that we have enough money we have enough money to be able to pay people to not have to do this to 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 give people relief on rent you don't have to pay rent on your business, your your space, you know, uh, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But in, and and then then they wouldn't have to make that decision. I can drunk drive really well. The- I spent top dollar to get a car that is really safe and really fortified. So I. I'm fine, and I know right. I'm not going to hit anyone. Is it okay if I? And I need to because okay. I. You don't understand if I don't get to my house. Right. They need me back at the house. Right. And if so, I don't drive myself to my house, I'm going to lose out on my money. Awesome. Okay. So, so let's or say I can't that, that, I, I, I got to pay, pay my landlord. Okay. So let's say that scenario you're yeah. talking about was across our entire society all at once. And our government had the ability, like really easily had the ability to give everybody free transportation wherever they went that was safe from the bars to their home with no cost to them. Right, but the real like Les Miserables ethical question here is they're not doing that, so do I drive drunk to pay my landlord? And what I'm saying is everybody's got a different calculation and different pressures, and I'm not going to sit here and waste my emotional energy judging people. I don't think that guy is doing the right thing. That's what I think. But I'm not in a position really to judge him because I don't know everything that's gone into his head. And at the end of the day, it shouldn't be this. This shouldn't be the, the, the choice that people are having to make. When you don't step in and help people, when people are facing eviction, when people are facing the loss of their livelihoods, they're going to make desperate choices and they're going to make bad choices and they're going to be stupid and they're, and, uh, because they're they're going to try to thread that needle, and you can go ahead and judge them, and that's fine. I'm not saying you're wrong to do that, uh, but my anger is at the fact that we're even in the situation in the first yeah, place where they're I, having to do that. I don't disagree with you, but I do have anger for people who are continuing to operate in a way that is endangering people because people are dying. Speaking. Not death, but speaking of, I just want to give an update. I mentioned that our beloved nanny was in the hospital with COVID, super sick. Um, I found out she got discharged. We, and we don't know the details of how no. she's doing. Well, she's but out she's of not, the hospital. She's not in the hospital, but we she's, don't know. If she was she's taken got... to another state by a relative because she needs like round-the-clock care. So she, she could have chronic problems. We don't know. Yeah, it sounds pretty – it sounds bleak now. Well, we don't know if they're chronic. Like, she could be right. just recovered. I don't know. Yes. Yes. I don't know. My understanding is anyone who's been in the hospital and gets out, like, they're, they're not doing anything for a couple months. They can't even walk around right. the block. Right. Um, I still haven't talked to her. I know. It's been really... So, it's, it's been... And Elliot is starting awful. to ask a lot and talk about her a lot. So, yeah. I just hope we hear from her soon. But I'm just relieved that she's not in the hospital anymore. 
I mean, we're at 0% capacity right now at the ICUs here in Los Angeles. Like, There's people who don't even believe that. And I'm, and I'm sorry to go in this like gross direction. Well, they're wrong. Yeah, I mean, that's like, it. that's it. I, I, you know, I, no, I was getting frustrated. I was getting frustrated with like, there's all these people who don't believe it's true. Think of it, and then I was just thinking, like, why do I? Why does it bother me that right. there's people who have different beliefs than me? Like, let them have an erroneous well, belief. Well, it's not my but, job to change their mind. Well, it's like people believe the Earth is flat, and it's like, what are you going to do? Like, okay, you believe the Earth is right. flat. I mean, uh, I don't. Yeah, I don't Whatever. know why I get like, sucked in. If there, are, yeah, sure, there are people. That, there are things that are that we know are true, and I'm not. I'm not going to waste my time arguing facts. Mm, right? Like, like, okay, you don't believe that? Fine, whatever. Um, so, yeah, it's like you've got people like your former employer who are out there saying like, well, the percentage of people who die from this is low, and so therefore, I think this is. I, I actually have read all of his tweets and have no idea what his actual <laughs> argument is. I know, but. Uh, uh, except just to call people pussies, but which is not an argument. Um, but okay, so like, let, I'm trying to give him. I'm trying to s- steal his argument a little bit. Like maybe he, what he's saying is that like the the um, the actual rate the 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 odds of contracting it and dying are so low that it's not worth closing our economy over. I, I think that might be what he's getting at. And the and it's like yeah, that's true until the ICUs. Yeah, and that's the pro- That's been the problem. We don't have capacity because we don't have a public health care. Right. Because right. Our- so now, if someone non COVID, right. non COVID reason needs when when we have a for profit health healthcare system, then we have only what is we only have the capacity for what is what we need in an average year. Otherwise, it's wasted money, and so then you don't have. Pre- you're not prepared for a pandemic. That's what we have, and so now that we're at zero percent capacity. God forbid anything happened to us and you have to go to the ICU because there is no room. Right. Right. And so then your death rate starts to go up. Yeah. And that's where we're at. So it's really scary. But hey, it's Christmas. (laughs) Oh, yeah. They will actually. No, this is a Monday show. I was going to say they'll be hearing this on Christmas Day because this is a Friday. Christmas is coming up. That's right. And we're going to go see Elf on a Shelf on Sunday. That's right. Which is a drive-through experience. When they which is a lot hear of fun. this, we will have just seen it. Uh, I, you can, know what I'm concerned about? Okay. It wouldn't be the worst thing, but I feel like, because it's in Pomona, right? Yes. By the time we get there, our, both our kids will be asleep in their car seats. It yeah, could happen. It, it could happen. Because driving tends to either make them throw up or fall asleep. Can we talk about the. Uh, challenge of having presents delivered to the house. Oh my god! Yes, <laughs> this has been so. You know, we can't go shopping. Really, I mean, you you can't. We, we, we can't. have not. We won't. Uh, too many at risks folks in our family yeah. to take the risk. So that means everything has to get delivered. But the problem is that and Elliot has like supersonic hearing. He loves packages. Like and, even before Christmas, anytime anything was delivered, he's like, a package. Yeah. And so it's like he'll come running and something's like that. You know, and and then he wants to open it immediately. Right. And so we tried for a little while to be like, oh, it's a present. And he seemed for a little while to be okay there with it. There was this. a small window. And, where- and, and during that window, I was anticipating Christmas being a nightmare scenario. Mm. Like, I do not know how we are going to get 
presence in here without him knowing. And so I was like looking into P.O. boxes or something. Now, we need to explain because people have sent stuff to our P.O. box. Yeah, we have is, a P.O. box. It is across town. It is far away. It's so, like an hour drive. Yes. So, in fact, Lee Bruns, I need to go get the thing that you sent because I'm very – he – I actually, I, I don't need to keep it a secret. He has a 3D printer and he made an ARIY MBF nightlight. Oh, that is so cool. It's so cool. Um, so, I need to go get that. I think that's there right now because I got a note saying we have one. So, the question is why don't we just use that? I mean, we I thought about we it. We could have. It's just that then it's, – it's just across it's town. It's not just across town either. It's like in the middle of LA and so there's no easy drive. Yeah. It's, a, it's, it's just a, a pain in the ass to get there. It's a difficult drive. So, if we were to do that, we would have to like go – you know, we don't want to have anyway. to keep going back and forth. We'd so, have to go get all of them so on I was day. looking into P.O. Box is near here and you know they're not cheap but i was like it's a solution yeah right like you okay but then i was like well he was he was kind of okay with us saying it's a present and you know what this is a uh, maybe we can make it work so i decided not to also just the idea of having to go to a place right now is sort of well yeah and then there's the, the, the the fact that we really don't want to take any risk at all yeah we're trying you know, to minimize we are yes uh, and no, we're not pussies hiding under our bed, Adam. We are. We have people in our lives we give a we're shit high about. Risk, yeah. Okay. So I guess uh, maybe that makes me a puss. I don't know. I would love to hide under my bed. Well, under the covers, on top of yeah. my bed, under the covers. Um. So okay. <laughs> the the this like this thing did not last with Elliot. And the other day, a package delivered that was a, was a present for him. And he saw it before I was able to like, cause you'll get a text message mm-hmm. and you can, you know, I, I would, what I was trying to do was go out the back door, go around the side, you know, get it from the front before he had a chance to notice, bring it back, put it in the studio. But he had seen it. And so then all for the next like three hours, it was like, Oh, I want to, oh, I want, I it, want but it. I want it. And then, you know, and it's like, Okay, well, Elliot, you know, got to wait for Christmas, but I want it now, you know, and just, I mean, not doing justice to how relentless. Yeah. And, you know. Like on the verge of tears. I mean, manipulative tears, but tears nonetheless. Not on the verge of, like he was. Yeah. So, uh, we resolved that. I won't get into the nitty gritty, but. Because it makes us look like the total pushovers. Well, we gave him something else, yeah. a little something, and it just sort of, in, you know, whatever. But it made me realize why, it made me realize, like, because I don't want to lean, I'm not leaning too hard into Santa, although in moments I am. Like, there's no way a child, I mean, as an adult, it's hard. There's no way a three-year-old can know there's no. a room full of presents that he doesn't get to have until someday. They, they, they literally, cannot. They literally do not have... Their brain has not developed the frontal lobe yet, or what? The, is that the frontal lobe or the frontal cortex? Whatever it is, the part of your brain that can can delay gratification, right? That can manage that stuff. They don't have it. It's not so. You know, no, yeah, knowing that there's like a room full of presents, and he has to wait till Christmas. No fucking way. No, the, the I mean, it makes me understand why you have to say like, "Oh, Santa's bringing them," right. They're not here yet, but he knows they're yeah. fucking here now. So, do you know uh, I found my mom's hiding place when I was a kid, and it was so incredible to be like, because I really wanted these roller skates, and I saw them, and I still remember what the box looked like. It was the most eighties thing ever. <laughs> I was so excited. I remember, 
I think it was a friend of mine. We were I was at his apartment as a kid and his he had a a present and he we he peeled the side of it open and like looked and it was like Battlestar Galactica ship. Uh-huh. Uh this is the old Battlestar Galactica cuz I'm an old man. And uh his mom clearly saw that he had done that and I think he like couldn't have it or something. It was like really awful. Was that Matt? No, 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 no. This is a different friend. This might have been Tate. That um, makes me feel bad for him. Yeah. Uh, you got to go easy on kids. It's so fucking They're hard. He should have known better, though. We were, we were 25. Okay. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, so, wait, no, so now what I've done, I'll just get to the end, yeah. is Thank you. I put a sign on the door Oh yeah. that said, please deliver packages around the side behind the gate. And then... Next to that, I and please take some candy, candy. and water. Have a bowl thank full you. of candy and Chex Mix packets and some water. And thank you, whatever. And then on the side of the house, there's an arrow to show them where to go. And then a gate. And then I put a big piece of plywood in to block, block the view <laughs> from the backyard. I mean, it is a whole fucking thing. It's I even thought of Rube putting a, Goldberg a, 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 a camera. Because we have an extra ring camera oh. so that I could see if packages are there. Oh, you should. Yeah. Um, and then Elliot asked what the signs said. And we oh, said yeah. they say, like, Please have take some, some candy and water. And, yeah. Thank you. Because we don't want him to know that there's a, another right. area. But I, it, it, it's a pretty good solution so far. Till all of our packages and candy and water get stolen and checks Mix. Yeah. That checks Mix is addicting. I didn't think I was that it's into very it. very good. But then your mom was giving some to Owen, which was the cutest thing ever. And then there was just a big bag of it sitting there. And then I had a little bit and I was like, oh, this is quite good. There are a few things I've become addicted to that I, I, I had to stop buying cashews because I was eating the shit out of cashews. Wait, hang on. I think we should have a special thing we play for Daniel's addictions. Do you feel like this is going to be recurring? I don't know. I, maybe. Maybe we just do snack chat here. No, I think it should be... Well, I have some things I want to become addicted to, so... Okay. Let me just make a note. Um, it's a note that everyone can sit there while I make it. All right. Well, anyway, so I have here, to stop... Tony, by- I think we need to make... Not for this episode, because that's crazy. No, no warning. But going forward, could you make a little fun thing for Daniel's addictions? And in lieu of that, I'll, I'll hear. I'll just sing one. Daniel's addictions. Catchy. Uh, <laughs> popcorners. Yeah. It's a it's like a, a chip made out of popcorn. Mm. And they have like a kettle corn flavored one. Mm-hmm. And oh my god, I cannot fucking stop eating these things. I will sit down a whole big ass bag and just eat the whole bag. Um Yeah. Because they're light and they feel like nothing, but calorically they're more than nothing. I thought at first it was like rice cakes and it, that I was getting away with murder. Yeah. And then I realized that no. They're just like potato chips. They're just the same as potato yeah. chips. Um, but they're so fucking good. Um, addiction. Addiction. Okay. What's your next one? Well, just the cashews, cashews. and that. Oh, yeah. Uh, I, I too had to declare a nut moratorium. Yeah. Uh. Of course, everything that you want to eat a lot of is yeah, whatever. Um, and we're going to have a Daniel. Apparently, we're going to have a Daniel's Cool Beans next week. 
Sure. We're going to close out 2020 with a cool beans. What do, might we get a bean preview? No, I, I might make uh, Cuban black beans. It'd be a recipe. Is this you, a segment me reviewing things I make or uh, prepackaged things people could get at the grocery store? It, what is it's this? about the bean? So. Have you already done black beans? Wait, oh, so I'm reviewing the bean itself, not the... Bean dish? It, really, honey, it can be whatever you want. It's Daniel's cool beans. It's not Allison's cool beans. Well, that's what I thought until I got the notes from my last cool beans. What were they? Again, the notes? Uh, you felt I didn't, I didn't focus on the beans, <laughs> right? I can't remember. That sounds like me. Look, I... You weren't thrilled with with chapter two of Daniel's Cool Beans reviews. Oh, yeah. I felt like it, there wasn't enough bean chat. People tune in for the beans. They, I mean, Daniel wrote... See, I thought then. it was just a big gag that I'm like, oh, well, who would review beans? This is ridiculous. But in actual fact, Allison was very sincerely into bean reviews. <laughs> if you're not going to commit, what's the point? You eat a million beans. I've had fewer beans recently. I know. But you were like hitting the beans hard. And it seemed at the time like just tailor made for you to talk about beans. There's only so much talk that one can do about beans. Well, not with that attitude. I mean, with that attitude, sure. You know that thing. um, You got to fall in love with them all over again. You know that thing where people say, like, don't be too good at the thing you don't want to do in a job, because then you'll end up having to do that. That's everything I ask you to do every week. That's my life, <laughs> which is like, I, you asked me to write a Beans review, I wrote it, you thought that was funny, it and was now amazing. I'm roped into having to do a Beans review all the time, and when I try to like figure out a way to do it that's different... I know it, it's like I should have sucked the first time is what I'm saying. Honey, you do whatever you want as long as you do one. Because I want to review Tomorrowland at Disneyland. Do that. But that's not a beans review. But it could be Daniel's Cool Rides. They don't make cool Tomorrowland rides. beans. Do you have a lot to say about Tomorrowland? Yeah, I got a lot to say about okay, Tomorrowland. Okay, do you want to do that next week? I, I don't know what I want to do next week, well, honey. Well, maybe you'll do that. You know, who knows? A week away, maybe I'll want to do something else. Um, so I guess we'll just have to wait. Maybe I'll want to review beans. Uh, I can't wait to find out. Listen, it's been real. It's been real fun. If you're not signed up for Patreon, what are you doing? All sorts of fun stuff. Bonus episodes every week um, with a few exceptions. Zoom parties behind the scenes content it's it's where all the fun is happening you can sign up for a year you get an annual subscription and you get two months free so 12 months for the price of 10 if you do annual uh or you can do it monthly patreon.com slash allison rosen remember to shop my amazon store go see what daniel's into as i see it uh amazon.com slash shop slash allison rosen please 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 review the show if you like it uh we need those reviews it helps out the show on apple podcasts or spotify or whatever you listen on um apple podcasts especially is great make sure you're downloaded i mean sorry make sure you're subscribed tell a friend listen to childish i love you daniel anything Mm, 
Not really. You can follow me if you want at Daniel Quants, Twitter and Instagram. Great. Mm. And thank you for calling in, you guys. Hugs to everyone. I love you. You matter. Check out my YouTube, youtube.com slash Allison Rosen. Goodbye. Hey, do you know about the Allison Rosen show? We had a good time, but now we gotta go.